Welcome to In the Club VIP, a podcast for the awesome members of Kansas Athletic Club, home of CrossFit 913 and Epic, striving for incremental improvement every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to In the Club VIP. We got uh, TJ here. What's going on, guys? Of course, I'm Patrick, and I'm going to let TJ introduce our special guest awesome. for today. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, we have Jamie Kinsey on here today. Um, I'm really excited about this, not only to have her, because she's super knowledgeable in all her background, um, but to have a little bit of a woman's touch. I think most of our podcasts have been generally male-oriented, and so I know my wife will be super excited to have kind of a, a female's perspective on a lot of the things that Jamie is going to talk about it's today. always so, needed to have it. Super excited to have you. And she's an OG CrossFitter. She's actually been doing CrossFit longer than I have. And I feel like one of the old guys around here as far as start, when I started. So welcome. Yay! Yes. I was wondering if I was one of the first females. So yeah, you, yeah. you are. I think, I think number one. You yeah, are number absolutely. one. Absolutely. So, so well, we'll it's an round honor. of applause couldn't for you. Couldn't think of a, a better person besides my wife. I <laughs> uh, couldn't couldn't think of a, a better person to have on here. So Absolutely. yeah, tell us a little bit about your, your background and, and everything. And Yeah, so I am a wife and a mom. I've got three school-aged kiddos. So Owen is 12, Addison's 11, and Ethan is eight. And I've been crossfitting since after I had Addison. So she's, again, she's 11 going on 12. I loved it so much. <clears throat> Jaron kind of took the lead with getting his CrossFit cert. So I got my cert after him 10 years ago, and then I went and got my kids cert seven years ago. And I'm much more a participant today in this phase of my life than I am in coaching it, but I absolutely love the knowledge that we've gained from it. Uh, my background is I'm an occupational therapist by trade, and I primarily was in the nursing home setting. Um, and I changed direction 17 years ago to more of the preventative side of things, focusing on like whole food nutrition and disease prevention, because I kind of really didn't love like the rotation of people just keep coming in and out of the therapy setting. I wanted to like keep them from coming to the therapy in the first place. Um, and so we'll talk a little bit about that today, but I'm gonna speak around a, a diagram um, that has three intersecting circles. And this is gonna be important uh, for, for me because Seven, no, well, in college, I walked through not only being a collegiate athlete, but just a young female who was really confused when it came to health and wellness and, and comparing myself to peers and what it should look like. And I think it's even worse today with Instagram oh, <laughs> um, yeah. and all of those things. So I needed to get really clear on what my personal goals were and the direction that I wanted to take it. So hopefully this will be eye-opening for some of you guys today. Yeah, absolutely. That, that sounds fantastic. And it's a great point for you guys to pause if you're not driving or you're a place that you can and, um, load up that 913RX Plus page or, or get to the get to Facebook or a um, blog or a blog. Or or our blog. Um, the website will have um, that three circle. It's a it's a three circle Venn diagram model, and it'll it'll help um, what Jamie's about to talk about make a lot more sense. So um, if you take one second to do that, I'll just filibuster for a second, and then I'll let Jamie get right into it because she's got a lot of cool cool information, and we'll just pop in and ask questions. So without further ado. Awesome. So on this diagram, you're going to see three intersecting circles, and I have drawn it so that there's two more up towards the top and then one towards the bottom. And I can't take credit for this, so I went to a seminar actually here in Kansas City before we moved here probably, I'm guessing, around eight, seven, eight years ago. And it was hosted by Dallas Hartwig, who's one of the creators of The Whole 30, and Stephanie Gandreau, who's the uh, creator of Stupid Easy Paleo. And so those two joined forces to have a seminar called The Whole Athlete. So this is where I first was introduced to this whole idea. And so they drew this and said, typically when people set goals in the arena of health and wellness, they 
think that they're just doing it generically and it's going to hit all three of these when in reality it's really hitting more of one of these three so in the upper left hand corner what you guys will see that i drew is let me make sure sure for reference um, performance. So that is, you know, I want to be the fittest. I want to be the fastest. I want to win the competition. That's a, a games athlete. That's an Olympic athlete. So some, mo not most, that may me, be <laughs> your goal, <laughs> TJ. And the right hand corner is vanity, right? So you want like lean muscle, you want fat loss, you want to look good. That's me too, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> me too, TJ. Um, and then in the bottom is vitality. So that is your quality of life. That is your mood, your energy, your sleep, your blood. You know, you want your blood work to be good. And I think people often overlook that particular circle, especially in this arena. Guilty. Yeah, same. I definitely overlooked that. So, yeah, no. So tell us... Um, Tell us a little bit personally how you mm. how you utilize this this uh, Venn diagram method. Well, one of the things that they said in that seminar was like, by definition, an Olympic athlete is not a healthy person. So I just have had to do a lot of self respect or self reflection. Reflection. There mm -hmm. you go. Um, and my goal really is. I heard a, a research biochemist speak once and say we could live to 120 years old. And so I grasped onto that concept and that idea for whatever reason. And so. When I do things, I really look through the lens of like, will this help me to live to be 120 years old? And if the answer is no, it's something that I'm going to probably choose not to do. Now, I'm a female, so I want to look good, right? So there are times where I'm willing to compromise maybe a little bit of one of those performance or vitality because I want to look good. But I am not personally a person who's going to pull far to the spectrum. Like my goal isn't to be like a figure competitor, although I totally respect and admire those people. That's not my goal. I have a girlfriend um, who, you know, she looks amazing, but her, her blood levels are all off. Her mood is wacky. She um, is definitely like supplementing to try to get energy because she's wrecked. You end up like having like no menstrual cycles and stuff right. like that, right? When you take it to the extreme. Right. So I think that those things are okay to do in seasons or in periods of time but it again if the question we're going to ask you today is do you want to have like a long life like a long healthy life then you may want to consider not doing that as a lifestyle right so kind of how you you actually you mentioned it a little bit is it, it really you can use this tool to base your goals off of or kind of develop your goals based on what you want um what you want your life to look like now. And, and like you said, there's some seasons. So there might yeah. be a season where you're skewed a little bit more toward the vanity side or toward For the sure. performance side. Um, you know, how, how do you have a, a specific rule on, you know, how long is too long or is that just going to be variable by person? Yeah, I think, you know, we hear a lot in CrossFit, like you have to be your own best experiment. You know, I've tried lots of different eating lifestyles from Whole30. I've not done RP yet. Um, I've tried to like quick thing a vegan <laughs> not i can't just do dip it your toe in a little bit for a second yeah, yeah. I, I need my animal-based protein every now and then as well but yeah we're our own best experiments i don't think there's a one-size-fits-all for any of that um and we're really all talking about you know nutrition today when we're coming into these areas i think that vanity i kind of just coined for myself like that vanity circles you want to look good the performances you want to do good and vitalities you want to be good so i want to help the look and do have this anchor of being good as well as looking good and doing good yeah this question actually just popped in my head is there any reason why you put performance in one side vanity and then vitality is the anchor is that a specific reason I or is think that more it's random just my personal belief system that 
I want to help people have the highest quality of life for as long as possible. And if you don't have vanity or vitality as an anchor, you're going to compromise that yeah. for sure. Um, I have a question. Is this like all relative? Like, how do you know if you've gotten too far into performance? That's like a how, great question. Like, well, so they were, uh, I was listening to another talk by Dallas Hartwig, and he was talking about like these top two, the performance, and the vanity, they, they have measurable quantitative metrics that you can look at. Whereas quality of our vitality, you know, unless you're, you're doing lab work, isn't really something that's measurable mm -hmm. too much. It's more like all of us as a community asking better questions, maybe of our athletes to say, you know, how is your mood? And he said, like, not only like, how are you sleeping, but what's the quality of your sleep? Like, mm -hmm. is it taking you a while to fall asleep? Or are you having bad dreams? You or are you waking up a yeah. lot in the middle of the night? Because some people are like, yeah, I got seven hours, but they don't tell you all of the complications getting to sleep or the interruptions during. Yeah. Um, they talk about skin, you know, how's your skin? And they're like, oh, like I had this rash that developed three weeks ago and I lost my job. Like, right. so there's a lot of things that have to do with systemic inflammation and the overtraining sometimes or you could hit your macros, but still be undernourished. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to make sure you're having quality of macros and you guys can dig into those questions with, with your clients, with your athletes to help them maybe help decrease that systemic load and have more of that vitality and their other goals. Yeah. Is there, is there a correlation? Like if you are, you know, if you have, you've kind of found that middle ground between performance and vitality, uh, or vanity, excuse me, does that start to shift you down towards the vitality? Like, so no, they said like, it's, like, which we it's essentially for? impossible to be in the middle of the circle of all three of those. Um, you're always kind of making a decision, one being a little heavier than another. But again, when we talked about seasons, like maybe I have like a really special um, event where I have to get in a fancy dress that I'm going to in October, right? So I may, right, do some you're things. You're willing to shift. Yep. Slightly. And then it kind of ends, right, when I have that, that goal, that A to B, um, and then I can get back to a normal routine. But a lot of people look at, you know, let's say those figure competitors, the outside world, or those Olympic athletes, and think that that's a definition of a healthy person. And so one of the things he talked about, too, is like, you may on the package look really good, but you're not healthy under the roof. Like right. when you lift mm -hmm. it up, like... There's yeah. some problems. Yeah I, yeah, I explain that to a lot of people in here because they look at the CrossFit Games athletes like these people are, have to be so healthy, but right. they've taken it so far to that performance side that a lot of them aren't healthy. And that's why the 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 life cycle or life period time of how long they can do it is very yeah. short, right? at least at that level. Yeah, yeah, at that high level. And I was actually going to add that point. So um, kind of relating this back to goal setting again. Um, so would you suggest if someone was trying to set a goal, maybe pick one of the circles that they want to kind of kind of start with and try to shoot for, for yeah. maybe maybe their goals to be in that circle first or how would you go about that just assess where you are now what you've been working towards and figure out if you've had a, a goal in any of these areas to begin with i think that is first and foremost is the awareness of oh my goal was landing here okay and then like reporting back like mm -hmm. this is where my goal has Making been sure that you're in that area do you have any advice on, so I, I, I toe the line a lot. Like I, I love performing well. I'm mm -hmm. very competitive. I love winning, but I also, I struggle with body image. Like I don't ever feel at the peak of what I look like from a vanity standpoint is never good enough for me. Mm. So like how it's hard for me to like, where, how have you worked on finding balance and stuff where I, I want to win everything I do in here. At the same time, I'm probably not eating as much as how much I'm training because I want to look good. And I think by not eating, it's going to mm. make me lose weight. 
I know that might be a, a, a tough loaded question, but um, that's just on a personal question for myself is like, I struggle with this a lot. Yeah. So um, I think through the question why, like, why am I doing this? Which is good. And then like, but then you have to, it's called like five or six layers of the why. So like, okay, it's important to me because this, then you go, well, why is that important to you? Yeah. And then you, and it's just really taking the time to like, look at your thoughts and see what's coming out. And then when you respond to that, okay, why is that important to me? So for me, I want to look good too. Why do I want to look good? Well, I'm not trying to like meet another mate. I've got an awesome husband. Um, so that's not it. But I think because I know that my calling is to be somebody who's influential in the arena of health and wellness. And I feel like you do, you do not have to look the perfect part by any means to be somebody who adds value in that space. But there's so much psychology and people do judge books by its cover. And so I feel like I have to look the part in order to be able to truly help people the way that I want to. And I, and I think that's why I struggle with it. Cause I don't want people to come in here as, as the business owner of like, well, he owns a gym. Why doesn't he look like a games athlete or, you know, so that, that resonated a lot with me because yeah. I, I struggle with that sometimes because I feel like I should look a certain way because I feel like that's how my product should be yeah right but it's not all that's not all the case and, and sometimes I can turn it into a positive I think I can be a little bit more relatable as someone that does struggle with his weight mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that yeah. so that external you know perception of yourself although you know we're all everybody has told told us to you know don't worry about what other things but it, it's a true thing everybody yeah. does it to some degree you know think about well what do, what, do, what do they think of me? And and that is a, a true thing that, that, that contributes to that vanity side. Yeah. Um, sometimes good when you're thinking, how is this professionally going to affect me? And then other right. times to that extreme, right? Right. right. Um, man, I had an, another question. Oh, the so we in our in our previous goal setting, we had talked about what's your why. I really love that mm. levels of the why because yeah. that just digs down even deeper. You can have, deeper. I want to be the best CrossFit athlete in Kansas City. Well, why do you want to do that? And then you go, well, I want to, you know, compete at the highest level. Okay, well, why do you want to? And then it just makes you answer these questions deeper and deeper and deeper to, yeah. you know, really get to the point of why you actually have that and goal. Oftentimes, which is really cool. it's like childhood stuff, honestly, yeah. <laughs> that we have with us, or like mom or dad, or yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it's absolutely. Cool. I love that. That's no, that's awesome, and that that makes a huge difference. Jess always asks me why I eat so fast. I grew up with mm. I grew up with three older brothers and two sisters and a younger brother. You want yeah. seconds? You got to be wanted, first. If you wanted that last piece of garlic bread, you had to eat fast. <laughs> yeah, big families. Yeah, yeah. big families. You got to you got to eat all your food before Just, you get seconds. So you got to eat fast. But at the fast. same time, I want to look good, but now I'm trying to eat fast, and that's right. kind of you know. That's, no, that's a great point. So. Awesome. Is there anything that we missed on that Venn diagram? Is there any other thoughts that you have? So we covered a lot. One more thing like about, you know, when you're looking at, well, how would I know if my health is off? You know, so some of those things to look for, that vitality piece. Um, because, again, somebody could be fit and healthy, but then maybe they're overtraining, under eating, and then that splits and that goes two different ways. And so how can you be somebody to maybe self-check um, so some of the things they listed was definitely your energy, your mood, your digestion. So like, are you getting reflux? Like, are you having trouble with your bowel habits? Any of that would point to signs that you've got some kind of systemic inflammation going on that you may want to address as well as skin issues and then sleep quality. Yeah. So hopefully those are helpful for you guys today. Awesome. That's really cool because it gives you gives you kind of some trackers, albeit they're they're somewhat subjective. But like those are 100 percent. I was going to say, yeah. like you said, and there's actually some cool tools. I, I you'd think I'd get paid for them as much as I mentioned, but like these whoop trackers, yes. everybody seems to have an, uh, an Apple watch. Yeah. I know they're not the easiest to sleep with, but there's a lot of like wearable technology. They're getting a lot better. 
And if anything, even if it's not super accurate, I know when it comes to be like 8.30 and I got to wake up and coach a 5.15 class, I'm going to get to bed because I'm like, I got to at least get seven hours of sleep or at least try to. So It's like an accountability thing. Right. Little things like that that can help you, um, you know, increase your vitality anchor um, are just cool. Do you use one? I just use my... That was my whoop. <laughs> yeah, I know. I stole it from <laughs> No, I, uh, I, I just use my Apple Watch. I actually had one final question. Yeah. I, I, I think this would be important for our audience. Is like, do you have any suggestions on goal settings? Like, you know, how do you set your goals? Because you feel, I feel like from someone mm-hmm. like you, and I've known you for a long time now, um, you're so balanced. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're so you you maintain it all. You have kids, mm-hmm. husband, a full business, full time business. Like you're doing it all, and you always seem so positive and happy and. Um, I think from a goal stand like uh, standpoint, like how do you set your goals and yeah. do you have any like tips, tricks? I do, I do. So I trained for like Ethan's age, so about eight years with a sports psychologist who's fascinating, but he taught me that we're all at point A, like even as a baby, like we're born to want, like a you know, they want to be changed, they want to be fed. So we're we explain it as you're at point A, you're moving to point B. And he says, if you do not have a point B, he says that we have a low grade depression. Um, so it's just built in human nature to desire to want something. So the way that I know the difference between if what I think is a goal or is it a daydream is I can look at my calendar and I can see if I put things in my week that are moving me towards that B. Because if I didn't, then it's just a daydream. Like it sounds really good. Like we want a boat, well, cool. You know, I've got a picture on my you know screen or whatever of it, but that's not really a goal if I'm not going to look at it and test drive it and make it more of my reality. So as far as how I set goals, um, I set them, I tried to set them in, you know, specific areas because if you have too many, then, right, you can't do anything in, in excellence if you've got your efforts divided. So, right. you know, my family... That's just, I don't really feel like I have to set a goal around that other than like, I want to take the kids on a vacation right now, right? For the summer or, well, barring the, (laughs) how things turn out. Um, (laughs) But for my business, I for sure have a goal for my fitness. I just healed from a surgery two years ago. And so I'm just trying to continue to take steps forward and keep my health intact uh, and injury free. So I think that my calendar would reflect those things. So think about what does your calendar look like? Are you taking steps towards moving through that? Do you actually have a goal or are you just living by default and maybe unsure that you need to sit and take that quiet time to figure it out? Oh, I love that. Yeah. I actually love that. Absolutely. Any other thoughts on this before we kind of kind of wrap up? No. no. Hey, we we Glad appreciate we finally you. Did it. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you having on here, and this this has been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and just to summarize a little bit, I think uh, one of the main takeaways, and you can you can jump in with any main takeaways you think of, but you know, utilize that that Venn diagram and kind of find what your anchor is. It's going to be different for everybody, whether it's vitality and, and longevity, whether it's vanity for short periods of time, mm-hmm. or whether it's performance. Kind of kind of figure out what that is in order to start setting goals and, and it's okay to shift around that right 100%. you're going to shift throughout the year but that's okay we just don't want to get too so far into the spectrums right so and then a second thing is you know give give jamie's a method that a to b mm-hmm. uh, goal setting model yeah, I a, a try I, i'm definitely going to try that out because it's it's sometimes very hard to distinguish what dreams versus re, you know real goals are and, yeah. and i like i like that way can you actually work toward it so just a couple minutes before we go um you've kind of told us about your history but like what are you what are you doing right now and is there any way we can help you out you know yeah. likes on facebook anything like that yeah follow me on instagram i would love that it's just my name all together so j-a-m-i-e-k-u 
E-N-Z-I-E. So what I get to do now is I get to work from home most days and I really have been passionate about inspiring healthy living via a product called Juice Plus. And so I've been a representative for them for 17 years, which is super crazy, um, which is encapsulated fruits and vegetables. And it's backed by over 42 published medical research studies. So that science geek in me really gets excited about it. Um, and just proving that it helps to do things like get in your bloodstream and help your immune system and you know decrease inflammation, all of those things that we're talking about today which we know fruits and vegetables do, but we're not always getting the seven to 13 that we're supposed to be getting. And so this is a really easy way to bridge the gap in addition to what you're currently doing. And then big passion around kids' health. So we have a Healthy Starts for Families program where kids ages four to undergraduate college students can get it free for a year, up to four years with a sponsoring adult. And now we've also um, added an addition of a aeroponic growing system. So for those who want to take control over growing their own produce, they can grow it on our tower gardens. A lot of the schools in the area have them. So you might see one that are super cool. Um, and then I, I've got a big team of people who are helping me to spread that message. So I get to manage them on a, on a weekly basis. And they're from everywhere from Ireland to, oh, wow. yeah, they're all across the country and abroad. So it's pretty cool about 1,200 people on my team that we manage. That's very awesome. cool. Awesome. Very cool. That's spell awesome. your name for us one more time so we can hit it. Yeah. I don't want to spell it wrong. <laughs> yeah. K-U-E-N-Z-I-E. Awesome. Yay. Thank you so much, Jamie, for, for stopping in and your time. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Have a good one, guys. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and listen, rate, and please review. If you have any feedback, good or bad, feel free to reach out to us so we can keep producing content that you want to hear. Thanks for listening.